0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Alright Take 5 Podcast. I am your host, Andy Gomez, and for this episode, I had my friend and one of the best musicians I've had the pleasure to know, Hector C. Y'all should know who Hector is, man. He's been in the game for a while and involved in many projects, such as my personal favorite local acts from El Paso, uh, Also plays with for the band here, After The Wave, which is the band playing in the background right now, which we started off with. This song is called The Spiritual Begins song was fucking hard man also known from the uh, pantera tribute band 333 on top of all that he's also a music engineer sound man and just an all-around great dude uh, we started talking about our love for the band crowbar and we just started jamming along to some of our favorite bands which was really fun uh, we went to a deep dive in under his influences how he got started playing and recording music which was very interesting he was a chosen one And the stories about ghosts, spirits, and of course of course, tones. Big thanks for Hector for coming on, and of course to all of you who have tuned in to this week's episode. So let's hit the music and get this thing started. Let's go. I was I was pissed. Cause it was just like
1: Well well I, I was pissed cause uh I thought I was gonna do sound for them. I was so fucking well, let me restart that. I was excited thinking I was gonna do sound for them. And then uh Kirk was like Well Kirk's I think it's his wife, but she's like the manager or some shit. Yeah,
0: uh Robin, I think they 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 co I didn't tell you, I'm such a fucking such a nerd. I love crowbar dude and like I do too. so much. Like I want to be Kirk Weinstein when I grow up. Like, <laughs> like dude, he's he's one. He, we were talking about earlier. We were talking about like guitar idols. He was one of mine, dude. Like mm. when I heard Crowbar, I guess I've always had to think for uh, guitarists who play rhythm and do vocals <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. And and when I saw Kirk do it, and he's so unique, you know, like you, his voice is crazy. Yeah. You know, it sounds like he's gargling marbles and spouting, speaking at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but shit. it's so cool, dude. Yeah, and it just matches his tone too. Like mm-hmm. his guitar playing is just—you know—it's Kirk. Yeah, he just plays one riff in that tone, and you're like, "Holy oh shit!" Yeah, that's Kirk. So yeah, I was I was so fucking upset that this whole fucking pandemic hit right when they were supposed to come here. I had my tickets, and I—I th- I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I think it literally happened within. Weeks, days before the show, yeah, something like that. Something like that, and yeah. I was just like, "Dude, that sucked mm. so much."
1: Yeah, because I was gonna play that show. You were gonna play that. I show? I was gonna open.
0: Oh shit! What were you gonna What were you gonna open with? What What project were you doing? Hereafter. Hereafter. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. I yeah. To, yeah, dude. Because you're you're a man of so many fucking projects. Like,
1: <laughs> sort of, <laughs> sort of. It, yeah, they've they've kind of dwindled a bit. Um, like hereafter is on the shelf right now. It's on the shelf yeah, right now? Yeah, we don't have a drummer. Um, Oof. Our friend Javier helps us oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. play shows now, but um, we don't have a practice space. We had to fucking get rid of it because they inflated the price.
0: Same. And well, they didn't inflate the price. The guy just just disappeared on me. He said oh, he shit. Could, he, could, he couldn't do it anymore, so I'm like, all right, dude, fuck it. Well, damn. Sucks. So we're trying to find a practice spot too, man, so you find one you let me know. Yeah, dude, because we
1: don't have one for hereafter. We kind of don't have one for three 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 either. Yeah, um, if
0: anyone listening to this has a place we could rent out,
1: just hit me up. <laughs> yeah, please. Like inexpensive and we're responsible musicians.
0: Yeah, I think I think so. it's the sigma of people thinking that we're just gonna fuck shit up. But I think most most people are very respectful. We know
1: Yeah. I, I, I think it's usually the younger bands that they end up coming across yeah, that do they, all that kind of shit, because where we were at um, they were actually shocked that we were still in the fucking place, uh-huh. uh, rehearsing. The guy even got all confrontational and shit, oh, shit. and we we're like, "What the fuck's up with this guy?" And then he saw Davo, and he was like, "Oh no, man, I don't want any any problems." And I was like, <laughs> <What>? "He's,
0: he's <laughs> fucking scared now. Though. <laughs> he
1: thought we were gonna fuck." Cause I guess Davo made a face or whatever, and he's already hey. intimidating
0: to begin with. Yo, shout out to Davo. I fucking love Davo so much. Yeti, yeah, Yeti. Yeah, <laughs> <Yeah, D. laughs> <laughs> fucking shout out to Davo. Yeah, because yeah, Dave was such a big fucking dude,
1: man. Oh, dude. He'll you know? fucking, he'll, he'll break you with one of his fingers, bro. His
0: hands are massive. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, He can crush a child's skull.
1: It's, it's fucking weird, like, I mean, we've been friends for a long time and, you know, playing guitar together and fucking going over shit and then looking at, like, the, the difference in our hands, <laughs> it's like, it's God crazy. Damn, it's like, that's Davo, dude. It's yeah. like,
0: whoa, shit. It's crazy, dude. He's got, <laughs> yeah, dude, he's a fucking massive dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, shout out to Dave, man. He helped me out a lot. Uh, we were talking about the custom I was doing. Mm-hmm. He's the one that introduced me to Charlie. So shout out to Charlie too. Um, there you go. I haven't met Charlie yet. I
1: almost did. I was supposed to do some uh, some track, some lead work for some dude, but ironically, I lost the dude's number and I can't find his fucking posting. Yeah, on Craigslist. So I'm like, because mm, um, I went and bought a board from him that ended up not working with my iMac. Okay, and. I was going to hit him up the following weekend, and when I went back to, like, the yeah. college, dude, I was like, oh, shit, was it on emails? Was it on <laughs> my fucking phone? <laughs> uh, and yeah, I and I didn't did label his name on the fucking, but uh, long story short, uh, Charlie is tracking
0: all his stuff. Yeah.
1: And yeah. it's actually pretty cool shit. I, d- I didn't know about the dude at all. He lives, like,
0: oh, far out west. Dude, he's such an interesting character. I'm, I'm hoping to have him on the podcast, too, because he's... You should I, I heard he's uh he's like the Dos Equis guy. He's the most interesting <laughs> man on there.
1: Well, I mean, it's it's interesting cuz uh I, um I've got a buddy named uh Federico, Federico. And uh or Federico and um <laughs> he he t- I think he brought up Charlie to me. Yeah, cuz uh I was going to open up some other fucking instrumental show. Yeah, yeah. Um and I had asked Fede, if he was going to fucking do, if he could do bass for me. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be out that time, but I can get you my friend Charlie. And I was like, oh, shit. And then Charlie, because the guy that was coming, I forget the artist, but I remember the bass player was supposed to be Stu Ham. And this dude's like, oh, dude, he's buddies with Stu Ham. So I was like, well,
0: fuck. I'm telling you, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. uh, uh, He said, yeah, he's coming down, but we just got to make the stars align. Yeah. And uh, we should make it happen. But um, it's crazy, man. So, I bring so many questions just after that. So you were, let's talk about hereafter because it's such a cool um, group of people. Yeah, because you guys are all killers. You guys always been in bands that I've looked up to. Growing oh shit! More, you know, as yeah. a kid, all of them. Because um, especially you, dude. Like five three nine three was one of my fucking oh, shit. favorite bands. <laughs> it still is to this day, dude. Fuck. But, like um, me and Mark's talking about it all the fucking time. I. Yeah, dude, 5393, It's you guys still release some of my favorite music of all time. Fuck, dude. Um like that Thanks. song um in of essence? E- of essence. Of essence. Oh, dude. Yeah. I I fucking love that song so yeah, much.
1: Yeah. That was always our show finale song.
0: It's such a killer song, dude. Yeah. It's such a killer song. It is. And um
1: Yeah, I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to like my fucking music. Dude,
0: is it, (laughs) okay, that's another thing. Is it weird to to just talk about, like, I, I listen to my own shit all the time. No, you're allowed to, dude. I mean, I think you should, right? Well. I mean, if you're not a fan of your own.
1: Why, why would you create something that's shitty and fucking like it? Yeah. And, and go and show other people that it, you know, if, if, and I'm just speaking, I guess, and I, I don't even know how to describe it, but why would you go out with terrible music, play it, and expect to get a good response if it's terrible? Right. Or
0: how can you expect someone to like your music if you don't like, you it. Don't like it yourself? Exactly. Or get fans if you're not even a fan of yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, at least that's what I did. I, I make music that I would enjoy listening to. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those like, fuck it, no one's doing it. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, why? I don't know. I thought that was weird too. Cause some people were like, Oh, you listen to your own shit. I'm like, yeah, Uh, dude. Why wouldn't I? Like it's, you should. And then if I don't enjoy listening to it, then why am I making it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then if you're the one recording it, you have no choice but to listen to it. Yeah. So you can make yourself sick of your own fucking music as well. Just (laughs) like you make yourself sick of listening to whatever your, your, one of your favorite bands is. I mean, cause you know, going on the whole, since van halen passed away just recently Yo, recent i grew dating, up man. i grew up with van halen i think when they released the album i was like a year and a half years old a year and a half years yeah old. dude okay. and my dad my my aunt gave my dad the tape my dad started playing the fucking tape and i was just i was gone i hadn't even turned two yet dude and i was already like you remember that i remember oh. the fucking the you know it was weird i didn't i didn't dig the leads what yeah. I dug was a chunk of the guitar, like, dude. It's because his
0: tone was... Yeah, dude, dude. If it wasn't for Eddie Van Halen, I don't think we would have modern metal right now. No. He created that tone. Yeah, dude. It's... Because you, you you can go... Oh, well, the well, approach, bro. Yeah, dude. Because you can go, oh, well, fucking... Uh, you list all the all death metal bands and this, is and that, right? And I'm like, yeah, dude, but their tone fucking sucked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, stop playing them crates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it was just bad. Yeah. The the riffs were there And everything It's just the tone wasn't Yeah And Van Halen Dude I don't even know I wish I had I would have the opportunity To like pick his brain And be like What were you thinking What were you looking for What was that sound How did that come to be mm-hmm. You know Yeah To find that aggression Like what What drove that And he did it Like Yeah it, Such an like Like if it wasn't for him We wouldn't have a 5150 If we didn't have a 5150 We wouldn't have most Metal, metal that we know today. Exactly <laughs> Yeah. So that's why I bought that 5153 that you showed that uh, like you saw earlier. Cause yeah.
1: Again, it's. That's an awesome fucking app, and I will have one
0: soon. You will, man. You will. <laughs> and then, yeah, dude. But yeah, like five fucking five three nine three, dude. Oh, shit. This place. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, you fucking shocked my ass here,
0: dude. That's such a killer fucking riff, man. fucking pinch harmonics. <laughs> do, like, yeah, I, I'm a big fan, dude. I, I know I, them. I still get chills, dude. I used to listen to this song almost a lot. And then the vocals there. It's killer, dude. You know,
1: just to give credit where credit is due, because back then, so much shit happened. We went through three singers. Mm-hmm. And one of the singers um is a really good friend of mine his name's Ralph Rivera and and the other two dudes uh, well I haven't talked to uh Dan, Danny Danny was the first one the second one was Randy um Randy and I are on good terms um now but you know I, I all the all the vocalists dropped out because I'm a perfectionist okay and if if shit doesn't fly my way. I mean, back in the day I was just total fucking Hitler about shit. Like <laughs> it's
0: night, night. Yeah, dude,
1: it had to fucking no, it's gotta be like this, dude. Like, why are you playing like this? Did I I didn't fucking show you like that? It's like God, uh, dude, like okay. calm down. So um at this point, I think I was probably in my prime at okay. in in that mode. And it was hard to to swallow, and I could see why um but i'm um, to give credit where credit is due like everybody like some of those songs were new mm-hmm. um when we did them so those vocalists weren't on weren't on those songs but the ones that they were on they had a lot to do with how the excuse me how the uh the vocal patterns were coming out okay and i didn't give credit but i'm giving it now because yeah. i you know i want to be a decent human being about this <laughs> shit and you know, those dudes helped with how I came about performing some of the, the vocal patterns and even some of the, the, the melodies. Um, I, of course, I'm a different singer and I, I approach shit differently different, than yeah. they did. Um, I'm not too sure what their their backgrounds were mm. vocally, but mine are, you know, like... 80s type shit and devin townsend and yeah, then of yeah. course like brutal death metal so it was like a big mixture and i was just trying to like
0: put it all together and yeah together. and make yeah. some
1: fucking monster of a band and we we
0: were getting there you yeah know? no no uh, yeah because i remember i remember seeing you guys a couple of times and it was always at chicks mm. i can miss those days mm-hmm. fucking chicks was the shit fuck yeah dude um i remember the first time i saw you guys you had a vocalist i don't know who it was it was uh ralph probably um and I thought he was fucking killer, and again I was like, "God, these guys are fucking amazing," and I think I was like, "I was probably 15, wait, wait. 14, 15, <laughs> oh, something shit. like that," and I'm like, "Oh shit, I want to do that! I want to fucking do that!" I I barely started playing guitar. Me and Max I think already started the band, band, because uh, we were just 15, 14 year old kids just yeah. playing power chords and pretending God, to know damn. what we we're doing, and we're like, "That's what we want to do," and and and. <laughs> We just looked up to you guys You're like holy shit These guys are fucking amazing Then the second time I saw you guys You were doing vocals mm-hmm. And at, at that time I'm like damn These guys are fucking Amazing guitars uh, The tones there The riffs are there And then you start doing vocals I'm like he's doing The vocals too <laughs> 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 like, And I like, downpicked. Like yeah It just blew my mind dude I'm like oh He's doing everything Yeah This man's not a human Like it, it was It was fucking killer Yeah And and that's when I'm like I want to do that too And uh, Bunny too man Fucking Dave yeah, he gets down. Fucking insane basses as well. Yeah. So that's that's what was so cool about when I saw Here After The Wave, because I'm like, okay, you got you and Dave, mm-hmm. 5293. Then you got Dave-O, mm-hmm. who was the guitarist for one of my other favorite local bands, fucking Hank of the Destruction. Moves. Shit, dude. I fucking love that band so much, too. So I'm like, you have all these guys together in one band? I'm like, how <laughs> oh, yeah yeah and it just works too and it's it's so cool to watch all you guys play together because it's it's again it's just coming from a fan from all your guys' projects back in the day is yeah. like, that's a super group to me, you know what I mean that's I'm like, holy shit, all these guys are together in the same band they're all fucking killing it yeah the tones your tone I've told you this many times already, like just how we were talking about Kirk and you can tell his tone, yeah, I
1: can hear you play a note, and I know it's you. That's funny, cause I I would get that all the fucking time.
0: Dave. I know it's you, especially when you start doing leads. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Hector. It's <laughs> crazy, dude. That uh, is crazy. Um, it's something I've always tried to to find, but I'm still searching for it. And the same thing with Daveo. Like, he starts playing a lead, I'm like, God, oh, that's Daveo. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: You know, it's, it's I I I know when Daveo was playing, cause fucking his vibrato is wild. Yes, and um. For the longest time, because massive I, hands. Yeah, and I had like I have my own type of vibrato, obviously, but um, when when we brought here after the wave back mm-hmm. from its death, <laughs> um, I made sure that I emulated his his vibrato, and it got to the point where like we would ha- we would hear uh, recordings like mm-hmm. re- um rehearsal recordings, and you would hear us fucking around, and you can almost. You you couldn't almost tell the difference of who was playing. playing, and I was like, "Shit!" I go, "My fucking vibrato is getting better," you know, because I mean, he has a sick ass fucking vibrato. He's yeah, and he's I, in, I, in, I, in, I in, mean, motherfucker yeah. can bend notes at the first string, dude. I mean, at the at, at the top string fucking, on the first fret, you it's know,
0: he's got fucking sasquatch hands, yeah, dude. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking sausages.
0: <laughs> this massive hands, like he's, yeah, he's, dude. So that's what I was super excited for you after the wave because, I mean, again, it's all my favorite musicians from all my favorite bands all together. And this is awesome uh, So hopefully you guys I mean uh, I know right now It's fucking complicated Everything's going weird There's no shows going on There's nowhere to practice and Yeah We'll see what the future holds Hopefully you guys can get All this thing together um, Yeah And it's it's funny how you mentioned your vocals Because again your vocals Are very unique too uh, Especially with 5393 And then I saw you do A cover When you mentioned Devin Townsend With uh My My homie Kevin uh, oh yeah That turned out Fucking killer dude Thanks dude That was fucking insane I remember he posted it He's like oh We're looking for A uh, vocalist to do <laughs> uh, To copy Kev- uh, Kevin Downs- Townsend I'm like Okay well that's Fucking impossible It <laughs> is dude So I'm like Good luck finding somebody Yeah And then Not too long later he post a video And I'm watching it And I'm like The fuck is singing <laughs> Um dude, I'm literally fucking like this close to the fucking t- <laughs> my i am watching it on my phone first. I'm like, who the fuck is singing? And I'm like, okay, I gotta put on the TV screen. I'm like, that's not Hector. That's no fucking way, it's him. Yeah. And I'm like, that's him. Yeah. It's dude, it's crazy. Like, it's it, it, really good. Well, thanks.
1: It's uh it was it was difficult, but I I can sing to some of his other stuff, the mm-hmm. more vocal melodic stuff okay but to do like the fucking pitch screams and all that shit was fucking
0: that's why he's so crazy
1: yeah dude and literally when we were tracking the fucking song because i told i told javi when i saw the post i was like dude i'll try it he's like really i was like yeah dude i'll try it he's like all right cool i thought you would say so i'm like motherfucker <laughs> javi well javi's uh my buddy that's uh helping with uh here after the wave on drums, okay. he was actually the original drummer. Oh, he was, and he used to be the drummer of Random Illusion. I don't know if you ever saw them. No, dude, pro- progressive fucking metal, dude, to the top, like top notch really? fucking band. Yeah, they were like, Juarez, El Paso based.
0: Ooh, nice. That's yeah. when you know it's fucking good. Oh, dude. they're coming from Juarez. Oh, yeah. Dude. You know it's fucking killer. Yeah, dude. they don't fuck around. They don't fuck around. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dude. So so um, so yeah, we're. Uh, and it's fucked up because when I recorded the vocals, I was in the goddamn, and it's like kind of like a garage kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there was like little air and it was mm-hmm. just terrible. But I was literally having to think about like the finition of my mouth, the my my throat, if I was going to open it or close it or whatever the fuck when I was doing that kind yeah. of shit. And when you hit, when you see like your pitches um, from low to high, would be like open throat to like closed throat like mm-hmm. a, a narrow opening right so and that's just with normal singing so yeah. with like screaming and shit i was just like all right so i need to do like some fucking weird shit and i would and i would just kind of picture it and then i'd do it and i was like there it is dude okay i got it track it now <laughs> i was like okay i got it let's do it <laughs> yeah so it yeah that shit was a challenge but it, it was it was cool to to watch i'm i'm Satisfied with Satisfied it? with it? Yeah.
0: Dude, it was killer. Like, I mean, like, holy shit, you, you touched it. Like, it was... Yeah. It was there. It wasn't one of those where you listen to, you're like, oh...
1: You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want it to be that shit. Know? As a matter of fact, I told him, I was like, dude, if this ends up sucking, just... I'm not gonna fucking try to do it again.
0: Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, Devin Townsend, it's he's a god amongst men, dude. Like, yeah, dude. And everything he does, mm-hmm. you know, guitarist, vocal-wise, is incredible.
1: Dude, that guy doesn't even have
0: to... he doesn't even have to think about playing and talking and singing he just does it i think i think that's how you have to do it though because like um i started doing vocals for for our models like uh i started doing it from the beginning um because again like i said I, i've always grown up idolizing the the guitars that do that you know yeah. like i said uh fucking james headfield dave mustaine you know um and tom O'Reilly, he's not a guitarist but still yeah um so I, was trying, I always wanted to do that fucking Nurgle from Behemoth. Mm. Um, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll try it. And then when, because when I was playing in Watch of Doom, I would do the background vocals too, you know. But never, I always wanted to be a front man. There's something about being a front man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the, because, you know, you're the center of attention. And I always wanted to do that. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll start a side band. Those beat the vocals. That never happened, right? And then the whole Doom thing happened and, and uh wind up leaving that. And um, I don't. I wasn't too sure if I was ever gonna really play again. I um, don't. And I, I can't, can't stop. It's yeah. It's impossible. Like it's like not breathing. It's in your DNA. Dude. It's it's you, weird. You it's can't fucking once, cut it out. Once you do it, you can't stop. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So again, I started writing, and I'm like, you know what? I, I want to do something different. Um, and I was already starting to to write differently, because Doom was just um. Uh, it was just a party, man. It was just like, <laughs> let's go out and have a good fucking time. Yeah. There was really no um, direction. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's see where it goes. There's never no direction. There was never no goal or goal in mind. So it was just, you know, fuck it. Let's see what comes up. And then I started going, you know what? I want to stick to not limit myself sticking to one thing, but I want to do something different. I want to do something more melodic, a lot darker, a little bit more technical. And uh, all the March of Doom stuff was all standard E, just because when I started playing guitar, I was so dumb I didn't know you can tune differently. I <laughs> I didn't figure that out until like much later on. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well let's do different tuning. That way it doesn't sound the same. I don't play thrash anymore, and just all this other shit. So I, that's when I went to a seven string. Oh yeah. And I did uh, I was playing drop A and all this other stuff. And then me and Mox have always been playing together. Uh, so of course he was my drummer, and. I started doing vocals just to see what it would sound like. Yeah. And, um, now I do it and, and I can't think about it. Like if I take a second to think about playing the guitar or doing the vocals, yeah, it all goes to shit. Yeah. It all goes to shit. Yeah. I, li- I literally have to do it. And I do it best when I am doing I'm playing live because mm. I've seen videos. and I'm like, I'm playing it live. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing that? Like, you know? Yeah. And if I if I stop to think about it and try to practice it and like at home, I can't do it. It's just fumble all over the place. <laughs> but if I just not even think about it, then it, it just happens. Yeah. You know? Uh, I don't know if you had to do the same thing with, with like when you were playing with five three nine three or were you like
1: It was kinda weird the the process. Because um, we would come up with a song first. Right. And then I would name the songs um they were just working titles, but I would name the songs as I felt them. So, like if it was like something about hate, I would, you know, hate blah blah blah. Cool, Would cool, be the yeah. working title. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, after after the song was written, we'd be jamming it, and then I would just get the mic and start fucking blabbing. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever sounds, you know. And then I was like, hey, I I like that rhythm. Go back, and then we'd do it again. And I was like, okay, yeah. So then, um, I, I, I had a music stand, and I started bringing my my paper and my pen mm-hmm. and I started writing out the lyrics that I was thinking to that rhythm. So yeah. I would fucking start doing that. I'm like, all right, cool. So we have the chorus now. And they're yeah. like, okay. And then I would just kinda just feel out the sections and then go write the lyrics on the spot and then go back and play the whole fucking song and, you know, read as I'm playing and I'd be like,
0: all right, that's it. done. That's cool. Yeah, because that's pretty much how I do it, too. Mm. It's You write the music to it first. And and it's funny how you said that you you name the song to, like, a thing you're feeling at the time because I do the same thing. Oh, shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, because I, I find it easier to write that way. Right? Whatever works. If, if it yeah. makes you feel a certain way or picture a certain thing or scenario, character, and then it's, it just starts rolling. Yeah. You know, because you're like, okay, this is going to be about this, and it's easy to write about that after that. But you yeah, I write to the to whatever rhythm I could mouth while playing at the same time. Or there's times where I I have a topic in my head and I write the whole lyrics and I write the song based on those lyrics. Yeah. And then I just have to forcefully make myself <laughs> <laughs> do it both at the same time. Yeah. But it's crazy, man. And then so when did you start playing guitar?
1: At the age of two, shit. I'm I'm 43. I'm gonna be 44 next year.
0: Yeah, damn. Yeah, um, you guys get more insane after every episode. <laughs> fucking.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, I. That's crazy.
0: How is that even?
1: So so Van Halen started that shit in me, um, and then my dad would listen to a lot of um, so a lot of Van Halen, a lot of Santana, okay, Journey, Foreigner, some Zeppelin trying to think uh acdc and then um it just oh and kiss and of course i saw a 321 contact episode where they were showing um i guess like the behind the scenes with kiss uh-huh. and 321 contact with this pbs show back in the 70s up into the probably the mid 80s i don't know i don't remember but <clears throat> so i saw that and the next thing you know, I guess my parents noticed I was doing something, I guess, with my hands. Mm. Or they would notice that I would, like, go trip out. I'd be hearing music and be like, I like this part right here. And I was like, I don't like the lead. Like, I didn't like leads because it sounded like whiny shit to me okay. as a kid. But I didn't know how to describe it to myself. Because all this shit's taking place in my head. No one even knows that I'm talking all this stuff in my head. So then, um, next thing you know, my, my, grand, my grandfather, my, my mom's dad um comes to the house with a little tom or Jom or whatever the fuck guitar is that they make in Juarez. okay i don't know if it's Jom or tom but uh, yeah yeah um he came with one of those little fucking little ones. student yeah, yeah. guitar and i was just like boom there's even a picture of me with it somewhere but um i was just i was gone dude after that i was like oh i have my own like my my uncle cuz what i used to do when we would go to my grandmother's mom, my grandmother's house um I would go to my uncle's room. He was a teenager. He was, he's my mom's youngest sibling. So I would go to his room mm-hmm. and I was like, well, he told me I can't touch those guitars. Cause I think he even had an ML dude. Oof. And so I fucking would get his acoustic. I'd climb onto his bed, put all these pillows. I mean, I'm two years old, dude. I would just do this bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and the first, the first song I actually, the first melody line I ever played was diary of a Madman."
0: Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah, it was weird. I was like, I was just fucking around. The next thing I'm like, Hey isn't that that thing? Oh, and Ozzy too. So I remember because uh, my dad had that cassette. Also,
0: The uh, Diary of a Madman,
1: and um, I don't know how that I did that, dude, but I did it. And God, damn,
0: dude, that's yeah. You're the you're the prodigy child, dude. I I don't know about that, <laughs> but <laughs> you're the you're you are the one, dude. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> I knew it when you walked in, dude. I saw an aura. It was oh, oh shit, <laughs> I was like, oh my God.' All well, the guitars started getting in tune. It was <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, no. All, it, all the lost guitar picks of all my life <laughs> just, I, just started appearing. Like that's <laughs> they're fucking in your dryer, dude. <laughs> that's the better. portal. <laughs> that's it. Okay, yeah. you heard it first. <laughs> the dryer, yeah, know Like dryers, the portal.
1: It, it's weird because at that point, I, um, looking back, because um, I do remember that far back um i always had melodies in my head like original mel- melodies uh-huh. and of course existing mel- yes, yeah. yeah so um one time my dad heard me singing in the room while he was getting ready for work mm-hmm. And he's all do that again and i was like fuck no Like, no, uh-huh. I, was, I got all because i was i was a shy kid yeah yeah so i was like no not at all and he's all what were you singing and then he gets mad because i wouldn't sing he's like come on just sing never mind don't uh-huh. sing it anymore so i was like all right whatever <laughs> But um yeah, like I I always had fucking melodies in my head, dude. That's fucking crazy. And then So yeah, I started at two, but the heavy, heavy years were in uh, I'm gonna say at the end of sixth grade on.
0: End of sixth grade.
1: Yeah, um because I, I got another guitar, another acoustic. Mm-hmm. And it was another like a Probably like a three quarter size acoustic. Okay. and
0: just slightly bigger, yeah,
1: and i had i had this girl there was this girl I liked, and she showed me how to play one oh, and nice. then um I started nice. writing my own fucking music dude like i was i've a friend of mine had like karaoke um uh, i guess karaoke styled radios, okay, so he always had like two bays, and i would i would um write tunes like we'd stay i'd go spend the night with him and then we'd fucking i'd i'd start writing songs he's like dude why are you always doing that so annoying and it just it was what i did and then um i i figured out my own way of doing it with two radios that i had mm -hmm. and i would plug one into the other that already had the rhythm tracks i recorded and then i'd record the the second rhythm track damn and then I just do the solo on that track and make sure that I played the rhythms correctly. Holy shit! From the man. other, ch- yeah, dude, I was already doing like primitive shit, but it was working that's for something me. Crazy, and that's the, genius, actually. And then check this out. So like, wow! It, in in uh in high school, one of my buddies heard the tape and he's all, "Dude, lend me that tape." And I was like, "Why?" He's all, "I thought it was kind of cool." So I, and <gasps> dude's not even. He we were in band together, so I think I think the dude played like trumpet or some shit. I forget. But I lent him the tape and dude, it took me like half a year to get that fucker back. I was like, dude, where's my tape, dude? He's all it's because I can't stop listening to that shit. Like, I can't believe you wrote that. And I was like, it's just shit that I had. He's like, No, it's cool. I I just can't stop listening to it. So then my buddy, who had introduced me to the karaoke bit, he was like, I heard that you have some stuff recorded. He's like, Let me let me see what you got. I was like, Well, let me get it back from Freddie. So I finally (laughs) got it back from him and I showed him the stuff and he was like, Wow, dude, like how'd you do that? You don't even have a recorder like that. And I explained the process and he was like, you're weird.
0: That's crazy, dude.
1: So then one time I was hanging out with this fucker again, my, my friend Sean, that's the dude I would um, have sleepovers with. Um, He and his mom were going to church. Mm -hmm. And since we weren't of like the same faith at that time, um, they wouldn't take me. So (laughs) they were, they were cool with me staying at the house. And I literally, while they were gone, I wrote an entire, I recorded an entire song. He came back and he heard the song and he was like, "How'd you get that sound?" And I was like, "I don't know. I just got your amp, mic'd it. I m- mic'd this fucking amp." Jesus Christ! And you know, I didn't know where to mic. I just yeah, fucking mic'd it, it and it And he listened and he was like, "Why are you always doing that?" Oh, because I was I was trying to learn how to do arpeggios. <laughs> yeah. And I would do this little cheesy arpeggio, and and that would always either be the intro lick uh-huh. or the the lick to exit the the, the solo song. section. Yeah. He all you're so annoying. You're always doing that stupid lick. I'm like, well, I like it. He's like, dude, as a matter of fact, he's the reason why I never tapped. Cause I used to actually tap pretty well, mm-hmm. but he's like, dude, everybody's tapping. And yeah, like everybody was fucking tapping. So I was just like, he's all, you just gotta not, you have to like not follow everybody. dude. like don't tap? He's like, if I ever hear you tap, like we're done. What? Like, Asshole. So, I didn't tap and I, I stopped tapping. Like I was really bad at that shit, dude. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm only getting better now, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't part of my arsenal at all.
0: Really? Yeah. That's funny. You mentioned that. Cause yeah, I'm trying to think about it. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I've really yeah, seen no. that.
1: No, it's, it's, I don't do it. And it's just, and even now, like with all the players, like tell me what fucking video you haven't seen where they don't tap. Yeah.
0: And they always tap. They it's always like,
1: tap. it's, it's almost like you can tell when they're going to do it.
0: Yeah, even when it's just like sweep, you don't always have to end it. With yep. <laughs> I don't do it just because I'm not good at it. <laughs> oh no, nah. it was never. It's not a conscious decision. It was just like I, hey, I'm not good at it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, this dude, this dude was always fucking bugging me. So I was like, well, I'm gonna learn ar arpeggios or whatever they're called. And he's like, yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. So I didn't learn ar- arpeggios till. My 20s, like my mid 20s,
0: because yeah, I'm, I'm barely trying to get those things down, man, because um, I never really, again, I'm, I am i don't consider myself a lead guitar player. So, yeah, I was just like, what's the point? Uh, yeah, it never but, hurts. But exactly. That's my thing now. That's my way of thinking now. It's like, yo, why not? Yeah. You just learn how to do it. Fuck it. Dude,
1: when I was a kid, I couldn't stand the blues, but I didn't realize that I was listening to the blues when I was listening
0: to like Ray Vaughan. Oh yeah And B.B. B. King I love uh, I, I I love the blues It's one of the things That really called to me That That is the reason why I, started, I wanted to learn How to play Leadish guitars mm. Cause um, I said I, I grew up in punk rock And thrash And all this other stuff Yeah Um, And like thrash Lead guitar Was just like It would never call to me It was just like Yeah it's not for me Like it was just And it's like Cause it's not that great either It's just playing Licks as fast as you fucking can Yeah and a shit ton of wah- a wall pedal. Right? <laughs> but uh I never called to me and then I, I stumbled into the blues because I was taking uh guitar classes at the time. Yeah. And um the guy that was teaching me was a big blues fan. And he showed me he's showing me scales and he's like I'm like, Okay, cool. And he's like, yeah. I forgot who he showed me first. I think it was Buddy Guy. Oh shit. And and I heard him, I'm like, Holy shit. It called to me right away I'm like This is fucking phenomenal Like I I really dug into it And and That's what made me want to play Leadish kind of things You know mm-hmm. uh, Yeah I think it was this song That All I right first heard two, three, It's fucking good I it. Yeah I think because it has so much uh, So much groove Yeah that really called to me. Like, okay, and I've always been a fan of really emotional music. Like, if those, if the yeah, I'm getting fucking children right now, <laughs> see that shit? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, if you can make me feel like that, yeah. It's over yeah. You know? And it and it was something that I didn't think was inaccessible. You know what I mean? Like, it's not crazy shredding, but it's you know what I mean? Fucking range. Yeah, he's fucking incredible, dude. And he's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Because I've seen him just... I wish I've ever I've seen him live, but I just watched videos of him play. And you could just see everything. He plays everything with a purpose. Yeah. You know? So I'm a big fan of the blues, dude.
1: Well, I, I wasn't, and that was weird. Uh, I was... I th- i think I misunderstood something. And I was just saying that I didn't like the blues. But then... um, Pretty much... I I got into a contest before I started working at Guitar Center. Uh-huh. It was the King of the Blues. Nice, and I became a finalist. Damn, and and then uh, well, I didn't win, but people actually dug what I was doing, and and it made me feel pretty good about myself because at that point I was like, I'm I'm not a blues player, mm. but I've kind of learned some stuff to kind of emote that yeah and just over time i've i've been able to to talk the the language yeah um i'm not the best at it but i can do it
0: no it's funny how you said the language cause that's exactly what it is yeah, it's, it's learning a new language yeah because you can be fluent in Me-o. metal or anything <laughs> else you know but you might not know how to say a fucking word in blues, yeah, or country, or yeah. alternative, or progressive, and that's something that I've been trying to do now is at least learn how to say hello, yeah, <laughs> in all of these different genres, you yeah, because it's it's so interesting. Because I think um, at least I, I'm I'm guilty of it when I was younger. <coughs> of we always, at least I did, uh, we get stuck in this elitist kind yeah. of mentality of mm-hmm. like oh if it's not heavy then yeah it's not for me bro yeah you know um so we get stuck to just that one language since like it's like those fucking people that go speak american yeah yeah you know? i'm like no dude it's 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 much cooler to to speak different languages you yeah. know cuz uh, i was just thinking this last uh yesterday cuz i was at work and i always have to translate cuz a lot of people don't know how to speak spanish yeah so and and I'm talking to this, this this person And I'm translating and everything And in my head I'm thinking in English The words are coming out in Spanish Yeah And the whole time I'm like How am I doing this? Yeah Like it hey, It's crazy mm-hmm. Yeah you know? Or like my girl She she does sign language Oh shit Same thing Yeah I, I just watch them like How is this <laughs> even a thing? You know If you just stop and think about it You're like How is this even possible? Yeah. And you do it, and the same thing with the genres. It's just like I'm pretty fluent in metal, right? But I want to be able to hold my ground with whoever you come across with, you know. Yeah. And it's so it's so much fun to do, to be jamming with people that play different things because you learn something from them every time. Yeah. You know, so there's certain little licks, there's certain little tones, even the tones itself is a different language. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a skill in its own. Yeah. You know, like, if you tell me to uh, give me a country tone, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know. Yeah. You know,
1: because you're, you're like for me. Um, there. I had to learn how to play or shred. Yeah. Uh, in a clean tone, because I, I was used to the crutches of distortion, mm-hmm. you know, it's so much easier to do. Anything
0: that. sounds great with enough distortion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and. When you don't have that and you're trying to do runs, it's like, oh, what the fuck? So then you have to think back to the times when you just had an acoustic and were doing the same thing, right? how it felt, and go back to that mentality. At least for me, that's what I did. Um, of course, if you
0: have a brittle clean tone, it's kind of like, uh, it's not going to happen. It's so not going to happen, exactly. <laughs> you <laughs> still have to have a decent clean tone to do all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that's something I've been trying to do too. Because again, I was stuck with the whole fucking distortion at 10. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and everything else. (laughs) 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 I I think everyone started fucking distortion at 10, mids at zero. (laughs) Oh, dude. I remember that shit. But it sounds so good when you're a kid. When you're a
1: kid. Oh shit! And then check this out. And I was like,
0: "Oh fuck!" Fuck yeah, man. Ten negative ten and ten. <laughs> fuck yeah, that's heavy. That's fucking <laughs> heavy, man. Cough drop. I'm alright, thank Alrighty. you. Alrighty, but uh, I mean, because I, I and there's still bands that do it to this day. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Like one of the bands that I I idolized too, and this is what got me into death metal was a uh, obituary. Hmm. <laughs> they still have a shit guitar tone. Yeah, dude. But. Blame Paris They're so good Oh you
1: just had to do Fucking I had to
0: to. That's all it is too Just double bass Yeah. And then this is one of the bands where
1: James Murphy Yeah Dude. Dude 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 you know what's funny I learned how to play that whole fucking album and I remember I was trying to recruit some dude uh-huh. To fucking play with me And he heard my style And he was like You sound like Dimebag James Murphy Some Van Halen but That's what I hear Oh and maybe Steve Vai And I was like what the fuck And I was like That's what? an interesting
0: combination I was actually. like let me
1: show you something So I was like It's a very interesting combination I fucking played a Oh cause of death The solo for cause of death And he was just like Dude what the fuck You actually learned that shit I was like dude James Riffy's
0: sick He's fucking incredible dude. Yeah
1: dude And it was just that fr- That front pickup Yeah That fucking front pickup Lead tone
0: dude Yeah hey, it's just that It's just nasty dude. Yeah dude, I'm getting chills it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, Yeah It's just I fucking love obituary so much dude Actually I only listened to that album dude Really I- I'll, I'll be honest Yeah no well cause of death Is really all you need to listen to 'cause uh, slowly rots good. Um well, I like almost all everything they have. Even the new one new album they released is pretty good. Look at that. Together. We already put an obituary cover <laughs> No shit
1: And then John Tardy's fucking vocals Back back in the day Were like one of the sickest Fucking vocals I
0: ever dude. Yeah dude I think he He sounded so different You know what I mean Yeah Cause um Cause everyone was trying to do Everyone either sounded Like thrash vocals Yeah Right Or Cookie Cookie Monster vocals.
1: Yeah, fucking uh Chris
0: Barnes. Cookie, 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 cookie. Yeah. And he, he just sounds like he's dying. Like- he, he and
1: Chuck dude had some really fucking crazy vocals for, oh, yeah. for that time. Cause Hell like yeah. I remember um I did the lack of comprehension cover uh uh-huh. and with Javi again. And holy shit, dude, like I was trying to hit the frequency that he growls at. And it's kind of like a low mid. It's not a low, it's a low mid. Yeah, he
0: he had such a again, such a distinguishable voice for like
1: and it, it was so it was so fucking harsh.
0: So when I was doing it, I was like,
1: oh, I'm I'm growling lower than him. I was like, it didn't sound right though. But I was like, fuck it, this is me, I'm gonna just do it.
0: Yeah, sometimes you have to do it um at your style. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: My favorite song from <laughs> it too,
0: dude. Yeah, death was I don't think he got the credit he deserved until much later on. Yeah they should have been a lot bigger. They're huge now. Yeah. As they should. But I think they should have It was just I don't know if you've seen the uh, documentary on him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I it's a lot of it's related to how he functioned, so. Yeah. And it's understandable, dude, cuz like I think I probably would have pulled the same shit. You think so? Yeah, um I was I was good. So like like I used to tour with Cause I was in a punk band too mm-hmm. Called Blacklist Yeah And I toured the Like a lot with those dudes And then I toured a lot With uh Five three And Though Doing it That way Was like Enjoyable Yep yeah. But then I started thinking like How are we gonna do it When When Cause I had that I always had that mentality Um When we're gonna get big Like What's gonna happen And my kids, my family, my this, my that I start thinking all this stupid shit, I mean, not that it's stupid shit, but like I start putting fucking obstacles in my head, yeah, I and think that's what a lot of people do I do that i'm
0: I'm guilty of doing that,
1: and I would have done the same thing like i'm I'm missing home now, and I'm this, and I'm like, wait a minute, why, why would I think that if when I'm doing it on the weekends, I'm like, oh, wait, because it's on the weekends, yeah, rather than
0: you know, going for a full month, month or two. Two months, three months, a year, two years. Yeah, dude. And some so, of these bands do it. Yeah, and
1: back then it was just like, uh, I'm not, I didn't want to admit it, but I wasn't ready. So it would
0: have probably been the same thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I I find myself in, uh, yeah, I would do the same thing. I I would have done the exact same thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Because like I said, you, you put the obstacles, in, and they're not really, I don't want to call them obstacles, but. Yeah. You know, because you know, yeah, we lack for a better word. Obstacles where, yo, know, you have your life, you know, no. and sometimes some people are more fortunate to to not have that, or they have the the balls to go fuck it. Yeah, we're gonna go all in. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, I'm gonna hold my cards. <laughs> 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 you know, I'll fold. Yeah, and see the next turn. Yeah, but I respect some of that though, because I mean, yo, if you can do that, do it. Yeah, it it takes a lot. It does take a lot. So what got you into? Because you mentioned the Van Halens, the Foreigners, all this other stuff. I love all that shit too. Because I grew up on that too. Mm. I said ACDC still my favorite band of all time. Like there's nothing better to me than just blasting (laughs) ACDC loud as shit. Yeah. Um, but what was the rabbit hole? What got you into the heavier stuff? What got you into the obituaries? What got you into the death? actually what what got you into playing what you're playing now oh dude it's it's so many
1: genre combinations actually because death was one of my biggest influences it still is actually but um as i was growing up that like helped shape um the way i think about music so death and then so this is how it works. So Van Halen, right? Don't have to explain that one. Van Halen. And then fucking, I was, you know, I was listening to the hair metal cause that's what was on. And I was listening to all the fucking guitar players at the hey time. Man, you don't,
0: you don't have to defend hair metal, bro. I fucking love hair metal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's you know, it's just for the longest time, I guess we've kind of come full circle, but, before we had come full circle and explaining this type of stuff to people, they're like, that's gay. I'm like, why is it gay? You're
0: gay. Yeah, dude. And it's like,
1: <laughs> yeah, you're gay. <laughs> so it, it, it didn't make sense. And I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. Like when I was in blacklist, they would tell me they, I got a review online saying that I was playing fucking, uh, Butt rock solos. Butt rocks, sol- And I was like, fuck you. I was like... I and it's because... Love, I love that term, butt rock. I can't stand it. <laughs> and and it's because I was in a punk band playing... You know, punk is... is
0: isn't a... a, a, a it's... Your, your first mistake was playing a solo in a punk band. <laughs>
1: well, no. And see, that's the thing is like... It's about not giving a fuck And I didn't give a fuck I'm well, like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play fucking What I wanna play Yeah
0: that's where people The idea of punk rock Was the idea of Not giving a shit What anybody else thinks Yeah And it was all about an attitude mm-hmm. And then it became I don't know what it became But it became a thing And it became a thing With elitist Yeah That if it's not this And it's not punk Same thing with black metal If it's not this and it's not true cult Yeah and I'm like dude The whole thing was To just do whatever The fuck you want yeah. With no restrictions, no limitations, no... You have to stay in this box. You know?
1: Yeah. So, I did that shit, and it was whatever they thought it was. So, they they called it butt rock or glam. But I was like, you know, I don't give a fuck. Because they didn't know who my influences were. Exactly. And this is where I'm going, is... When I, when I had joined that band, I had already been exposed to fucking Petrucci. Oof, the Petrucci. Dude, before... See... Because, you know, I'm into Satriani and Vi also, right? Mm-hmm. But when Petrucci came out, I was like, dude, how does he get that fucking sound? And I didn't realize that James Murphy was kind of already doing that. But the thing is, like, Murphy's playing has a lot of, like, sextuplets. Yeah. It's not necessarily 30-second note stuff. You know, there there are here and there some 30-second, even 30-second triplets. But Petrucci was all about fucking speed. He was the Ferrari it was a Ferrari, you know, and yeah. I was just like, "What the fuck?" And then sweeps. And I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" And that's where I was like, "Okay, my my arpeggio game needs to fucking come up." Mm. And so I started fucking working on my arpeggios, and then they just got into like the six string arpeggios where they were just like, bleep, literally, sounding like a fucking like a video game, like yeah, ending, yeah. and um, and so so yeah, like Petrucci. And then, you know, I always, I guess death metal has always been a big foundation for me. Like once I realized how crazy that fucking music was and how awesome it was and what it did to me inside, I was just like, whatever I do always has to have that, that essence in it.
0: Yeah. There is an essence to it. Yeah. Now you, you nailed it right in the fucking head. There is an essence to it. Yeah. It's, I don't know. uh, Actually, I'm a huge death metal fan. I, I, if I'm having a bad day, I just have to blast some death, and, <laughs> and I'm okay now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's it. Yeah, there's an essence to it. It's crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that foundation always uh, was always there, and then seven string stuff uh, wasn't inspired by corn. As a matter of fact, I couldn't stand corn when they first came out. I was like, what is this crap? Yeah, yeah. And and it's not crap Because I, I actually You know Once it grew on me I was like Damn They're doing some Fucked up shit too But like differently Yeah So It was Steve I's fault mm-hmm. For actually Putting the seven string In my fucking hand And I remember I was probably One of the only Dudes in town Playing a seven string Because like, I would always get the I think How so- many strings Is on that shit I think so dude <laughs> And it would tri- <laughs> It would trip me out I'm like It's a seven string What well, the well, fuck yeah. yeah And it was just to me, I was, I guess I took it for granted, but when I shouldn't have, but yeah, like it was like, well, it's seven strings. I like seven strings. I don't play sixes anymore. As a matter of fact, you know what this dumbass did? Mm. This dumbass right here. <laughs> he sold all his six strings. Oh, shit. I sold them all, dude, and then went and bought sevens. And mm. I had like three sevens. And that was just a dumb move. Yeah. But, you know. It happens, man. Because I had, I had an original, uh, or one of the last made rg 570s in black pearl and then i had an ex 370 in black that had the full 24 fret yeah yeah those fucking guitars do were so awesome and i regret fucking selling them but anyway whatever but uh yeah like vi did that shit and i was like dude what is that low growl yeah and then i read the i read an article and i was like he put a seventh string on a sixth string how do you do do that?" that yeah and i was like i need to do that too Cause Steve Y is a god, dude. Yeah, dude. And I, I couldn't I couldn't figure it out for the life of me, but I was like, whatever. One day I'll have one. And I finally owned one and it was an A7 okay. from Schechter, and that thing was fucking awesome. Um and that was before I did 5'3. But I had a band back then called uh, No Longer Human. Okay. And we were tuned to like uh A standard on the seven. Okay. I was playing a fucking seventy on the on the on the low A. That thing was just too tight. It was too tight.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I played with it, but I didn't want that bow at all. I wanted it to just be like a ba I kind of did the same thing when I went to, when I started playing seven. So I'm like, cause I was just so used to the, the tightness of the string. Yeah. So I did the same thing, but it's just, I don't know. There's something about that flub. I can't stand it.
1: <laughs> but now, now I don't give a fuck. Cause like I, on my eight, I'm using, ai think it's a 65 on the low, on the low E. Really? Yeah, dude. It's just. I don't practice. I don't. I don't practice, and I don't. When I do, I don't practice enough, and my calluses. I have them still, but they're real soft. Yeah. So, so when I fucking like, when I'm practicing and exercising with like all this shreddy shit to get my myself back up to speed, um, my fingers are all chewed up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And and this is like with nines, dude. Like, and I, and and what I'm referring to is like the three, three, three. Okay. When, when, when I would um rehearse and well actually just practice in my room getting all the leads back down and uh dude it was just terrible like I was like I shouldn't be getting this I'm playing on i I'm playing on nines that are in 425 <laughs> instead of 440 and that's really loose that is true. and it's still chewing up my fingers I was like that's just a sign of somebody that
0: doesn't practice yeah that's so. but that those are um <coughs> thin strings too man they'll to fuck you up too yeah. And well, see, on the eight, I had I
1: was using tens. Yeah. So I had the low seventy four. Okay. And,
0: uh that shit just chewed up my fingers. I was like, I had to let my hand heal. Like I was heal. using the same thing, but I think I went up. I'm I'm using still the I'm using tens, but eighty, but the eighty. Yeah. And I, I I for me it's helped. I tried it and. That's, it it that's took I some getting used to. Yeah. Because I really had to get used to it. I hated it at fucking first. <laughs> yeah. But then once I started getting used to it, it stopped chewing up my fingers so much. And then I, I got used to I had the hardest time adjusting with my right hand more than anything. Like oh, shit. Picking-wise.
1: Oh, because of the girth?
0: Yeah. I uh, had the fucking hardest time. And then finally when I got it, just... What size pick do you use? Uh, Usually uh, 1.5 or 1.45. Oh, that's pretty fat. Um... I I I don't like going any lower than that. Um yeah, the stiff picks are awesome. Yeah. And then sometimes it all depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, cuz uh, there's there's differences in tone with the the gauges of picks, you know. Yeah. Uh and the uh the material. The material, the size, the everything. Um cuz I I've been on the search for the perfect pick lately. Did you did you let me see if I have one. Did you ever see uh Devo's Dick pick? Yeah. Did you ever buy one? No, I, I, I'm planning to. I need to hit him up and, and get one from him. Yeah,
1: because uh, that's all I use, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's all I use is dick pics. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, I use, da- <laughs> yeah, I you use Devo's dick pics to play <laughs> yeah, guitar <you> nowadays. <laughs> Let's see, which one was it? It's pretty blue. No. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because um, I think those are either 2.0 or 2.5. Yeah, I like 2.0 because I was playing with 2.0s for the longest time. Yeah it's just that most of them the shape I don't like mm. cuz they're mostly the like the regular sized picks, right? Yeah. And and I'm used to the like jumbo jazz picks. I see. Yeah. So I just I don't know, the shape of it just doesn't appeal to me. Um but I like the the gauge size cuz you get so much volume. Yeah. When you play. Oh yeah. It's crazy. You don't have to you just have to let your wrist fucking yeah. do what it's going to do. Cuz I I'm so used to really just hanging tight and yeah, just digging in. Digging in. Yeah. And, of course, your forearms fucking are killing you at the, at the end of the day. But when I tried a two, uh, 2 and a 2.5, I'm like, yo, this is easy. Yeah. Like, I'm not really even trying. Yeah, no, know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's amazing, dude. It's insane. I, I, that's something I didn't learn until much later on. We're like, yo, your strings make a difference. What kind of strings you using? The material. The picks you use make a fucking difference, you mm-hmm. know? And that's something you won't really think about. or at least I didn't think about when I start, first started playing. It took me years in my 20s to go, oh, shit, these things make a fucking difference. <laughs> yeah. You know, before it was just like whatever fucking pick I could find. Mm-hmm. Whatever strings are the cheapest. And now it's like, no, I need to have these certain types of strings. I only like using these kind of picks because uh, then it just doesn't feel right. doesn't sound right. It just sounds weird. You know, I... I had come across the perfect pick for me a long
1: time ago, um, when I was working for this company called Rhino Amps. Okay, yeah. And dude, we, I've been
0: trying to find a fucking rhino.
1: No, don't, don't, don't. No, just leave it alone. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> they they sounded cool, dude, but they there's too many uh, problems. Too many, yeah, with the electronics and shit. So, and and the uh, the schematics. Mm. But um, we went to NAM, and I. My boss fucking gave me this pick. It was like a uh, like a lavender colored pick, and it was literally the shape was literally um, a rectangle okay. with a, a fucking triangle at the tip. And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" He's like, "I'll try it." So that's weird. I started fucking playing dude. and I was like, "What?" Hmm. Dude, that thing was the the easiest thing to use to play down picking fucking shit, alternate, and of hmm. course shred. and dude it was awesome so i get back from nam i call dunlop and they're like we don't make that pick i was like but i have it in my hands like you've made it well we don't make it i was like could i order it from you custom shop you know I, i i want that pick so bad and they're like no Damn, dude, you are the you are the one. You had the pick of destiny, bro. Dude, they're they're being <laughs> fucking difficult, and I was like, how? Why would you not want my money? I want I'm, this yeah. fucking pick. I'm over here trying to
0: sell, get a custom for
1: it. Yeah, okay. dude, and and then f- luckily he had another one. When I told him, I was like, dude, I've already worn this pick out, and he's like, here's another one. It's the last one you can have it. And I was like, shit. Damn. And then um, they fucking they email me and they're like, well, you can order. The Tortex, I always use Tortex. Yeah. and though like, You can order the Tortex. And I was just like, nah, I don't want it. And, you know, fast forward to these times. And I'm like, dude, like you could so make that fucking pick again. Yeah. And I, I guarantee you it probably, well, I don't know. Maybe now I would, I would probably feel different about it. But since they didn't have it, I went to the stubbies. Okay, yeah, and I was using the little stubbies, dude. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was like the one point oh, and those are cool for the longest time. But I had to stop using them because they deformed my fucking fingernail. <laughs> like Damn. I ended up, since they were so small, and I would my down picking, yeah, it would actually like wear my fingernail
0: in an angle. Yeah, no, mine's the same way. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, but okay. um, I pick weird. I pick like again cuz I watched James Hetfield so much. Ah. Most I I used Oh, you use that one? Yeah. Dude, that would if I
1: would have learned how to pick like that when my finger got torn up in the car door, <laughs> I would have been able to fucking play that show that we had. I'm over here trying to pick
0: like normal people. Shit. I'm dude. trying to relearn how to pick right now. No, that's badass cuz like you could actually pick and tap. Yeah. And not drop the pick. And not drop the pick. Yeah. So I usually pick like that, and you could tap with this finger. And mm-hmm. then it, when it comes to like really fast stuff or really intricate picking, I hammer this one down. Yeah, and, it's and I have big real big. control, a lot, a lot of control on the pick, Fuck, so I dude. can do those fucking weird, really fast really intricate picking styles. I never um, knew that
1: about James Hetfield.
0: Yeah, that's how he picks too. I and always wondered because he it was, was always like subconscious. I guess just watching him all the time, and I you know like I said, I just didn't learn correctly as I, I should. Yeah um but that's one thing like against t- picking about strings and picks and all that the way you hold a pick is crazy too because mm-hmm. i've always seen people hold it differently like uh shredders i've seen that they do this this number oh yeah this number right i here. was
1: doing that for a while too but it's changed kind of yeah
0: yeah and and i was i was actually practicing that yesterday i'm like wow this is very yeah. comfortable yeah and then that just adds like the angle too. the angle yeah yeah that way when you i was picking that way it's not much of an angle it's really straight almost straight
1: well no i mean like um because i that's how i play my solos so like this the pick is literally hitting s- flat yeah on the string but i'm talking about like the angle of holding the pick. oh the holding pick yeah because sometimes there's passages that i need to do that are i know are a bitch yeah and i angled Upward, and oh shit. Not not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. not like Friedman, oh, but yeah, it's crazy. But it's it's literally like I don't know. I don't have a pic, so I can't show you. But it's literally pointing up. So it's instead oh, okay. of like being like this, it's like you know.
0: Wow, damn, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> so you are do you change your your?
1: Yeah, it just depends. What depends I'm on what do. you're doing.
0: Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, and and at this point, it's just habit. That's what I'm trying to learn how to do. Is is. Maybe I do it sometimes without really knowing. Yeah, you I'm, I'm trying to. Yourself. I'm trying to consciously uh, do it. If that yeah. makes any sense? Yeah, because like I've been, I've been watching players and 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 playing with different people. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. That's weird how you hold the paper. Like, yeah, but how do you play that? And I'm looking at their hand. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, you got gorilla snot on that shit. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, dude. I'm like, how are you holding on to that motherfucker? Yeah. So you mentioned. Uh, 3-3-3. Three, three, three. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, you're fucking crazy. You you touch Devin Townsend vocally. Mm-hmm. You play for three, three, three. You're you're playing dying back, dude, and you do it flawlessly. I try to, in my opinion, like I've never seen anyone do it as well as you. Well, shit. The only person I could think of is like Wes, Wes, uh, Hawk. Wes Hawk, and that's a big name. Yeah, you know, and you you kill it, dude. The tones there. The when you released that uh, playthrough video of um, oh what's it the artist shredding, dude I'm so glad you did the artist shredding because I think that's such an underrated fucking Pantera song yeah and I think I think that's my favorite Pantera song of all time
1: that song is so fucked up though dude <laughs> <laughs> I have to say like the solo section I was like what fucking the hell is going on here it's that's that's what I think people consider the magic of dime and Van Halen. Like they're just, they're just about just play it. If it fucking sounds good, it sounds, it sounds good. good. Yeah. And I was always really anal about, no, it's gotta be diatonic. I was always that way. Okay. It's just what happened. And through harsh criticism over the years, I learned how to just like chill the fuck out and whatever comes out, comes out. Right. Yeah. But I'm still, I still like have formulas. Old habits, but when I played that solo, dude, it was probably one of the hardest solos to fucking figure out, dude. Okay, because it's all patterns. Like it's not necessarily a key; it's a pattern that
0: sounds good. Yeah, I think that's what makes dime so hard to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's different because a lot of people who who try to learn dime, they're they're usually shredders. Yeah, they're usually shredders. They're usually players. They're usually very um structured and knowledgeable guitars. Mm-hmm. So they, they think of um oh he wrote it this way on this key yeah. and this thing and this this mode and this and this and that and then was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah. That's not what it is. Yeah. Dime kinda of had like the whole blues thing going on where it's like it's not a certain mode, it's not a certain thing. It's just like you said, it's a pattern that yeah. he made up himself. Yeah. And it just sounds fucking killer. And it's it's a feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because you can't you can't mathematically, uh, write a Pantera solo, a dime solo. Yeah, like it's just it's it's a feel. You have to tap yourself into that. Exactly. Into that mode, into that emotion, yeah. into that song.
1: It's tapping in. That's the fucking key, dude. Because yeah, it's it's.
0: That's my favorite Pantera song. There you dude. go. I fucking love it.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And I like how, how Rex actually show, comes out in the base. Like, there's the base. There it is. Yeah. Fucking killer, dude.
1: Fucking killer
2: rip.
0: Yeah, I fucking love this song so much, dude. And here comes the fucking groove. I've always liked that picking style he does too, because he, he does that like in uh, 13 steps too, that kind of weird little triplet kind of thing. Yeah. And then the fucking thrash element. Yeah, that's fucking fast. Yeah. That's fucking fast. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember I learned how to play this song, or well, learn, yeah, I learned how to play this song. And uh, just the rhythms, of course. And. The first album is one of my favorite albums because, again, it's more thrash-oriented. Yeah. You know? And you listen to it and you go, oh, that's that's pretty cool. But we you try to play it. I'm like, this thing is stupid fast. Yeah, dude. Like, it's, it took me forever to to be like, how the fuck are you playing this yeah. at this fucking speed right now? And then I'm like, okay, cool. And I finally figured it out. I'm like, but it's, it's very fast. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. But yeah, it's one of my fucking favorite Pantera songs.
1: Yeah, it was it was something else. I was, I actually didn't like the song too much, really. But, but once I learned how to play it and all, it the appreciation for that fucking tune like was there because it was a challenge in so many ways. Yeah, like the rhythm, the well, not necessarily the rhythm, but I will say the choice of notes. Yeah, um, and then just leads. It's just fuck, it was. It was out of the, I, it was, I was out of my element. Yeah. And I had to like, really like, Oh wait, I forget. I play in a tribute band and I should be like thinking like that instead of like thinking like a fucking student that doesn't know shit, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's what enabled me to fucking play it. But God, dude. And then I even did, I triple tracked the fucking solo when I, on the, Oof. On the thing. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It, it was funny. Cause uh, when I, when I showed uh, Javier, he was like, dude, it sounds just like it. I was like, Sort of. He's so like, like, no, dude, it's like this. What did you do? I was like, I fucking triple checked the bitch. He's like, ah.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. You must have lost your mind. I that. did,
1: dude. And you know what's you know what's a bitch about actually doing these uh, playthroughs? Mm. Is having this fucker like this and like playing and like, oh, I fucked up. And then mm-hmm. stop. Because yep. it's, for me, I don't really have... I have editing software, but it's not, like, the best. Mm-hmm. So, it, I'm kind of back in the dark ages, and I have to, like, play it in one take. Yeah. It has to be the one taker, because it's, like...
0: No, Well, I mean, I don't do videos that long. Like, I, I post, like, on Instagram all the time, too, but it's just, like, a minute of a song I like to practice. But I do the same thing. It has to be in that one take. Yeah, dude. I am not going to take fucking four hours to edit a fucking clip, you know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And then like I said, you're you're touching you're touching gods here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Shit, dude. You know, and and you're doing it. What what made you was it your decision to do a Pantera tribute band? Was it you invited you to do it? How mm. did that come to be?
1: Well, um Cowboys from El Paso was the, the original uh tribute band here in El Paso. Okay. Mm. So, you know, Matt was the vocalist for that at the time. Um, at a certain point they lost their guitarist and Bunny had told me hey they're kind of looking for you I think they want to ask you if you're down and I was like I don't know I'll I'll see because you know back in the day with 5-3 we had opened up for them mm-hmm. at uh, Uncle Polly's, yeah. and there were some people in their camp that were like they should have gotten you but I think it would have been a bad choice at the time if they would have gotten me because I was still so boxed in. Yeah, dude, I was so L seven about it, and <laughs> I would have mm-hmm. I would have fucked up all the all the solos, I'm sure. But um, when they hit me up, I was like, "Yeah, I'm down." And so I was learning stuff on different guitars because of the tunings and all that mm-hmm. shit, and I didn't have all the equipment necessary. So we did we did um, a show at Speaking Rock. And then we did, um, I think, a few runs, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty cool. The only thing is that we were... Cowboys didn't stick to the formula as far as, like, the tunings. They used uh, uh, D-flat. D-flat. Yeah, for all the songs. So, like, I remember hearing... Uh, comments when we finished playing at Speaking Rock, they're like that song sounded kind of slow, and it's not that it was slow; it was just different, not the fucking right tuning. That's crazy. So, and then you know, I remember Matt had issues trying to um, modulate to the new keys, yeah, you know, or the lower keys, I should say. So, I I left the band because I was just like, nah, I'm done, and then. Later on, Javi <laughs> keeps popping up everywhere. Motherfucker. Um, he hit me up and he's like, hey, uh, Matt and I are going to start up the Pantera tribute again. Mm-hmm. He's all, mm, you're the dude we're thinking about. I was like, why me? I like, dude, come on. I was like, nah. Dude, come, come on, man. Yeah, fucking. We got to fucking ask. This guy. I was like, whatever, dude. So um, I did tell him, I was like, well, if we're going to do it, we got to do it right. We gotta have to do the fucking actual fucking tuning, right? Not this D flat crap. He's all, no, by all means. So, you know, we I started relearning the songs, and then I said, yeah. Uh, we bought the gear, started drumming, and I was like, fuck, dude, like it makes a difference playing the shit in its actual tuning. Of course, you know, because playing it in D flat was just kind of a, a bummer, dude. Like, yeah, it's heavy, but. They're heavy, too, in their standard tunings, and then their actual tunings. Dude, yeah,
0: fucking, um, that's it, Cowboys from Hell. Most of that albums, if not all the albums. In.
1: It, it's in actually, what was it, 4, oh, fuck, 432, I think. Yeah. And they only had two drop
0: D songs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just it's, Primal and fucking Medicine Man. That's it, the rest of it, and it's fucking crushing. Yeah, dude. It's heavy as shit. Yeah. You know? Um that's another reason I, I played mostly in standard tuning sometimes because I'm like, you don't have to tune crazy low to be fucking heavy. Look at Metallica, dude. Look at Metallica. Look at Megadeth. Mm-hmm. You know? Um the early Sepultura. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh,
1: see, that's another band I fucking failed to mention. Like they they had a lot of a lot to do with how I approached shit. Like Andres Kisser had a lot of influence on me because he was probably the only dude. Um playing melodies uh behind the rhythms. Either like fast fucking melodies, like little shred yeah. parts or like actual melodies. And I was like, man, this is cool. Like I like what he
0: does. I like his uh I've always liked his little I don't know what you call him, I guess the pulls he does. Like he just he'll pull on the string and just play it really fast. Oh huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a signature Undress Kisser kind of thing.
1: I would say now, yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? Because the Beneath the remains, the rice stuff is like kind of no longer his his yeah. arsenal. It's yeah. a different arsenal now. It's a different arsenal.
0: Yeah. It have changed so much, it's weird. Yeah. But still good. Yeah. But I'm I'm more fond of the older stuff. Yes, yeah, so am I. So how did you well you you mentioned it when you were you were barely playing guitar when you were young. To start recording. Like when did you start getting into recording bands and all that other stuff? Recording bands, that happened when
1: I was um nineteen. Yeah, I was nineteen. And my first band was uh, Blacklist actually. Okay. Um they were a four piece at the time. Actually they were called ESD. Uh was it evidence of social decay? And um real real simple recording. I mean, it came out just like punk shit sound, just raw and Unpolished But it was It was real good It was It hit hard Um And it was a big endeavor To take on What I wanted to do Was just buy equipment For me to record Because mm-hmm. I was going around Asking people To see how much They charged And They fucking Charged too much dude And then I would listen To what they were putting out. I was like This sounds like shit It sounds like I recorded it On my fucking Karaoke machine And it like Degenerated after Overdubbing so many times mm. I was like, I can fucking put out shit like that with my karaoke machine, you know, and um, <laughs> I took out a loan or loans. Uh-huh. I, won't, I won't specify from where, but I took <laughs> out loans and <laughs> holy shit, dude, like I ended up paying for that crap. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, I was, I barely finished paying for that shit. actually, that's yeah. how bad it was, but. And that's gear I, I no longer have. Damn. <laughs> yeah, dude. But um yeah, I bought I bought some decent uh Behringer shit when they were still made in Germany and um or based in Germany, I should say. But um I bought some stuff there. I had the ADAT XT twenties, I had all the killer shit. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I initially set out to do it so I could have my own stuff. Right. record my own stuff and not worry about paying or overpaying. And, um, I just, you know, listening to, to the people that were doing things. I mean, I even recorded at Penny Lane studios. Really? Uh, back in the day, I did a guest solo for a band called stonage hmm. and it was my fucking James Murphy inspired fucking solo. Nice. And I remember I was like, dude, it sounds, it sounded killer when the dude was playing it back. And then we, they got their, their, their cd back and i was just like what "What the fuck i was like nah dude like because he the dude would pan the kick drums because he had double kick drums and he penned them left and right and i was like you don't do
0: that you don't do that i i even
1: knew that shit and i wasn't like a fully experienced you know recordist engineer or whatever but um yeah that's how i started dude and obviously it was inspired by all the songwriting I, i was doing so
0: you were in you were already school. doing it, so it's just yeah. like why not just continue? If yeah. You can, it was a classic case. If you want it done right, you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Did you record the five three stuff too? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I that shit was gonna end up sounding a lot better, um, unfortunately, because I was using a bunny's uh computer at the time to do it. So I was in my apartment doing the mix down. Mm-hmm. I was I had already done one mix. And I was like, oh, that sounds all right. I was like, I think we can do better. And we we, we both had uh, bought this board off of this dude. Uh, it was a fucking spirit board. It was huge. But the EQing was so awesome and the mm. preamps and all that shit. So I was remixing through that. And I was like, dude, this is sounding so much better. And the files got knocked out of their folder. This was weird because his fucking track, what was it, the track mouse or whatever? Yeah. I fucking, I went to click on the folder and it literally like, it it was like this little glitch that the the mouse developed. So if you clicked it or if you moved it and it touched the fucking folder, it would open the folder and throw it all over the place. Oh, shit. So all the files, they were still fragmented in Ableton. They weren't, we hadn't consolidated each all the
0: files. So you don't even know what the fuck it is. Dude.
1: It was a fucking mess. I think the only thing we were able to... No, we weren't able to get any of it. It was all fucking gone. So the fucking mix I had done, I asked the dudes. I was like, I asked Bobby and and, uh, and Dave, and I was like, do you guys want to redo this shit, or do you want me to just finish? And they're like, nah, just fucking finish. I was like, all right, because I was planning on fucking finishing it anyway. So I'll just master it now. Yeah, and what you hear is the
0: only fucking mix of the album. Damn. <laughs> hey, I still dig it though, it was really good. So do you have um since you've been how long have you been recording? Or have you ever been recording other bands? I know you've been recording yourself for forever. Yeah, I've well I've been recording since ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had any uh favorite people to track? Favorite? Yeah. Or least favorite, maybe? Um, we were talking about that earlier where where you do you go into the scenarios where a lot of bands Again, they don't know the recording the process process or yeah. that world. You know, when you start playing music, you, the only thing you think about is, yeah, we got to go play live. You know, and live's a different world, but mm-hmm. in the studio it's a completely different world.
1: Well, back in the day when I had the, the space to do it, I had taken over my parents' um, daycare because my parents became ill, so they just... Closed the daycare down And I took over And fucking turned it Into a studio It was still Pretty makeshift But it did what it You know
0: it, it, Supposed to do
1: Yeah And I would actually Record the band's live um, Just Just to track the drums Right So I had panels To the side of the drums And Try to minim, minimize bleed But There was always Some sort of bleed Going in uh, Especially if You know the, the drummer was like I can't hear him I'm like dude You're on the headphones He's like, I still need to hear him He needs to turn up I'm like all right, classic, well, fuck it, classic yeah. drummer shit. Yeah, so I'd always get bleed in from uh, or bleed over from the from the guitarists into the drum mics, but you know, whatever. But um, I think I think the biggest issue is how fast everybody wants their product. Mm, like okay. it, it takes a while to do the recording. Obviously, you know, you're you're there trying to get the right takes right tones
0: yeah i don't think people um they don't know that unless you've done it yourself Mm -hmm. you don't know
1: they don't know you don't know and and you can explain it all you want and it's like all right and and you're doing it and you're still getting the yeah
0: i was i was i'm i'm guilty of doing that because when we did the the march of dmp with with dustin back in the day shot at dustin um We did that. We're like, dude, where's our shit? Where's our shit? Where's Mm our shit? And then you're like, you don't realize how long it fucking takes to do all this shit. Yeah. And then I started learning how to record myself because it was one of those, again, classic cases. of like, fuck it. I can do it. Why not? Yeah. And you start going, oh, shit. (laughs) You know? Yeah. A four-minute song, you're going to take God knows how long to have everything done right. Yeah. You know? Even with with videos and everything like that. Because I've done... 2 minute videos have taken me 6 hours. Yeah. To do. And oh, it's yeah. and it's just simple. And it flies. Time flies. Time flies next thing you know, oh shit, have my days gone. Yeah. So, like, that's why we recorded, well we recorded one one song with you. Mm. And it was a very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very interesting uh uh take and day. It was just yeah.
1: it, was, it was wild. I still, I still remember how we were all just
0: talking in the fucking room. Dude, that was such a great... I, I love, I, dude, I love that that all that happened because yeah. it was such a cool story. It's one of my favorite stories to tell to, to people. <laughs> so if you don't know, like we we recorded uh, a single with you when we went in Maro, so The song called "The Last Plea for Purging." Yeah, you can find it on everywhere you want. But we're recording the song, and and we're trying to get Max to play the drums, and. Uh, I guess we were in the, what was it, then living room, whatever you want to call it. And then we're, we're, so we're, we're tracking the drums in one room. And me, you, me, you, Nate, I are mean, in the actual tracking room. Tracking room. Mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> there, it is. <laughs> there it is again, dude. What the, <laughs> did you hear that? That's yeah. weird. So maybe you were bringing it, man. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So we're just there in the studio and we hear this. Like something grabbed the mic, like a Yeah. That I was like, Hey, what are you doing? That kind of noise. <laughs> and you're trying to figure out what that noise was, and all of a sudden we hear this giant just crash. Like stone cold just came in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember you you just ran and you booked it. You're like, oh fuck, and I'm like, ah oh, shit. What did he break now? Yeah. Because yeah, Mox is notorious for just Oh, that's right,
1: that's fucking right. Fucking shit
0: up. Because I told you when we were setting up and I'm seeing all the picture frames and everything there. I'm like, yo, man, do you want to take these down? Because this guy's very loud. He's notorious for just fucking shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So I thought maybe just a picture frame. Something fell and broke. Mm-hmm. But it was like this candle holder thing. Yeah. Right? And it was the glass. And it had it was like something like this, right? Yeah. It's a metal frame that's holding the...
1: It was like five or six, five, six of candles. Them. Like short candles.
0: All the glass with the candles are broken. Yeah. The stand itself, still standing upright. Yeah. It wasn't knocked over. No. It was still in the same area. Yeah. We had one mic stand that was for the overhead mics fall over, but it hit the wall. Yeah. It never hit the ground.
1: I know. It never touched the candles. It never
0: touched the candles. Yeah. But for some fucking weird reason... All the candles are off the stand. Yeah. Shattered all over the floor, like three feet away. Yeah. The candle holder thing, is the stand, it's still there. Mm-hmm. It's not tipped over. Like I said, the, the overhead mic is leaning on the the wall. Yeah. And we're just trying to figure out, how the fuck did that happen?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it, and you're right. It wasn't you, and, and it wasn't me. It's just, there was work being done in that room. Oh, okay. And... The space wasn't hadn't been closed, it had been left open. And then I was like, Why are you
0: leaving that shit open? <laughs> like close the fucking space when you're when you're done doing your work. Like fuck. That is that is so weird, dude. And yeah, Mox is just there like what the fuck happened? He had no idea what happened because mm-hmm. he has the headphones on. He's trying to be like, What do I have to do this again that I fuck up? Yeah. And Ruben's on the couch, pale as shit, just like they don't know what the <laughs> hell is going on. And we're just there like, dude. Yeah, dude. It was so fucking cool. I loved it. Everyone was freaked out, but <laughs> it was such a cool experience. Oh, yeah. Because, like I said, I was telling you that uh when we were recording. it's like, I, I like to write about the, the, the supernatural, the, the occult. The other side. Just because it's cool content, you know. It is, and it's, it's well, it's real for us. No, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that it's not. Yeah. No, I'm you saying
1: know? that there's people that still don't believe in it. So no, yeah, like, I, it's I, real for I know, us. I
0: know there's, yeah, it's real for us. um, And I've always wanted until that day, <laughs> until that day, I've never had anything really happen. Yeah. I've always believed in it or I, I liked the idea of it. If that makes any sense. Right. Yeah. Cause it was never anything. I never, like I always thought it was, I was never, I never thought it was like, Oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. I always, thought, I'm like, yeah, dude, this, this can definitely be real. There's mm-hmm. no way it can't. Mm-hmm. But I never had an experience to where I knew for sure. Fuck, bro. You know? And until that day I'm like, yo, <laughs> it happened. It's here. It's crazy. And that was such a fucking badass.
1: Dude, at my parents' house when I used to record there, um, uh-huh. uh, when I had the studio there, I remember I had some of the meanest looking motherfuckers like go and record and like I'm satanic and all this shit, right? And I'm like, okay, well, you know, you are what you are. I'm cool with it. And they'd be like, hey, can I use your restroom? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And they'd fucking take a, a walk down the fuck. And it's not a long corridor, but they'd take a walk down the fucking kitchen, a slight turn, and then down the, the hallway. And when you get to the hallway, it was pitch black, dude. Ooh, Pitch black. And, of course, you know, my parents were already asleep. We're still recording late. They'd go in the fucking bathroom. And you can hear, like, all the fumbling. I'm like, they're going to get scared. Mm. And then he fucking, one dude, he came in. He's like, fuck, bro. I, I don't know what I just heard. I was taking a piss, and something touched my fucking shoulder oh, while I was pissing, and I didn't even wash my hands. I was like, "Go wash your hands." And he's like, "Dude, no, I'm fucking scared." Like, I was like, "I thought you were all fucking like it's Satanist." I need to take like, a piss. I
0: need to take a piss real quick. Hold on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody's gonna be talking in your mic. <laughs> My bad. No, that's cool. Dude. No, and and fucking these dudes would be scared as hell. And I was just like, well, the house is active. And they're like, how? I'm like, I don't know. It just is. It just is. And they thought I was like a practitioner or something. I was like, no, dude, I don't, I don't delve in that shit. I go, I've heard so much shit, seen so much shit up to this, up to that point. I had seen like fucking, I think two ghosts. Really? But up to this point
0: you now, I've seen plenty. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's cause you're the one dude. <laughs> Yeah, like that. I I I like reading about it and all this stuff. I don't. I'm not gonna jump in the water because I know there's too much shit that can happen. Yeah, you know there's there's consequences to opening doors. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, man. So we gotta have to do a part two because I actually wrote notes this time. Fuck, bro. Which I didn't even go. Because I talk too much, dude. No, Sorry. dude. That's what that's what I need. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> like again, it's there's so much left to talk about. Uh. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank You're you, one, you're one of the the guests I always wanted to have. Oh shit. Cuz again, dude, looked up to you growing up, still do, I'm like as a musician, I'm like oh shit. <laughs> That's this crazy, guy's dude. the guy. And after doing I've seen you do so many different projects, so many different things. So I'm like, thanks for coming in, man. Anything you want to plug anyone anything you want people to know? Um
1: shit, just uh Devo's Dick pics. he should be coming up with some sort of Website for that in the near future. Yeah, I'm planning
0: to have Dave on.
1: So cool. Um, and I'm I'm just saying because you know the dude fucking hooks me up with pics and I fucking I do this for him. Um, of course I record bands. You know, hit me up on hit me up on Instagram, I guess, because my Facebook is very private. It's very not too many people know about it. Um, what else do I do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well I You know We've got the Stepping out Podcast that I do As well Yeah I well, um, see
0: I had it written down I didn't even Oh shit well, I didn't fuck. mention it So we're gonna have to Talk about it next time too Yeah yeah
1: Um, That's pretty much All I could think of man Is you know I record bands I, I do uh, Guest work also If you need Any instrument really I don't okay. I'm not just close I'm not just open to uh Doing guitar I'll do bass Drums Vocals Whatever So I might I'm have you one of our tracks
0: then, man. Well, fuck you. Yeah. I'm here at your disposal, dog. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, thanks so much, bro. Thank you, man. If you made it this far and listened to the whole episode, well, thank you so much. I love you all. Huge thanks to Hector for coming on this podcast. I love you, man. Thank you so much. Make sure you follow him on Instagram at the underscore Hector underscore C underscore three, three, three. Again, that's the T-H-E-E underscore Hector underscore C underscore three 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 to see everything he's been up to including all his projects and if you want to hit him up for some any recording work thanks to my boy and executive producer ruben my girl Lado, for helping me with the graphics for the episode and of course please follow myself on instagram and youtube over at mindless studios and follow my bands at Models, so that's a-r-m-a-r-o-s and my band convict spelled c-n-b-c-t and stay tuned for a new episode next week of the Alright Take 5 podcast and I'll leave you with one of my favorite tracks that Hector has written this is the band 5393 with the song of Essence